What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Delvin Moody from Millennial Speaks, and I'm coming to you with a hot topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about am I a Christian? Hashtag am I religious? And talking about the intersectionalities of millennials who are dealing with spirituality and religiosity and Christianity and, and really just a dealing with walking through this life, this spiritual journey, and trying to answer questions as to what am I and identity. And so today, I, I'm going to be joined with my brother Luther Robinson. We're going to talk and have a candid conversation very briefly about am I Christian? Let's talk about the intersectionalities of faith and being a millennial. This is going to be good. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. Hello, everybody. So this is your boy, Delvin Moody, again with Millennial Speaks. And like I said, we're talking today about am I a Christian? I'm joined with my brother, Luther Robinson. We're going to have a candid conversation about being a millennial and talking about uh, faith and being a Christian. What's going on, man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Listen, so let's give some context as to where this conversation no comes problem. from. I think about last week, uh, we, we were having a conversation on Facebook talking about uh, religion versus relationship mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and really exploring the intersectionalities or really the, 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 um, the problem, if you will, of, of um, identification. Let's talk about religiosity relationship man what's your perspective what's your thoughts on it well my perspective is i feel it's you don't need to have religion to be in a relationship with god or jesus or or whatever whatever religion you're in i feel like you know religion to me is the practices and 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 the rituals you know you know uh, lack of a better term or 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 the you know the the traditions of that religion that you that you practice that you go forth doing every day, you know to uphold that religion. To me, relationship, a personal relationship with Jesus and, or you know God, whoever, um, whatever, whatever religion you you know obtain to, is simply that personal relationship between you and that you know deity. It, it's it's okay if I don't fast you know this week or if I don't do Lent or if. if if right, I don't, right. you know, if I don't, um, um, you know, pray today, you know, I won't be, you know, I don't, I won't feel bad. I won't feel, you know, um, some type of way just because, you know, I didn't do that of, of what, you know, the, the, um, religion, you know, said or a book said. So let me ask you this question. So, so do you feel, cause this, cause, cause this is what I believe. I believe that the okay. reality is millennials ha- do not have a problem with belief alone. I think that millennials have a problem with the institutions of religion. They, they, they have a problem with someone telling them what to do, when to do it, and to, I, I think that millennials have problems with rules, right? You know why? Uh, then, 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 then they have with, uh, uh, then, then with the faith. And one pastor I was talking to said this, now I'm, I'm gonna just throw this out there. He said, Religion is the rules of the relationship. What's your response? He said religion is the rules of the relationship. Religion is the rules of the relationship. You can't have a relationship and not have rules. If you have a boo thing, Valentine's Day just passed, 
if you have a boot thing, if you have a a, a bay or whatever, I, 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 I don't know too many people outside of maybe Monique and her husband. I, I don't know too many people that will have an open relationship or have a relationship with no rules. And I might I suggest to you that even the open relationship that Monique has with her husband still has some level of rules in right. it. Right. Well, right. And and I'll say to that is yes, relationships have boundaries. Every relationship that you're in is supposed to have boundaries. I, to me, I, when I say rules, I feel as though you're trying to hold somebody bondage or, or hostage. That's that's my I, I, idea when I when I hear, uh, you know, when somebody says, "Oh, you have uh, you have, well, you can't do this, you can't do that." What I'm saying is, with relationship, you have the freedom. You have the just 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 like you know, um, you know, God gave us free will. God yeah. gave us free will. God gave us. You know, a mind to think on our own. God gave us, you know, um, he, you know, he gave us a mind to think about. And so, so by saying that, I'm saying, you know, that in order to distinguish the difference between, you know, the you know the religion versus relationship, you have to, you know, you have to go to well, what's your definition of relationship, or what's your definition of of religion? Because my definition of relationship is, you know, yes, having boundaries, but you having the freedom to express yourself in that relationship and you know you don't have any you know uh um you know any, any like I say any any you know uh feel like you're in bondage or I can't do anything just because if I if, if I do I feel like that's and that's the thing I think religion says to me religion says to me that you know if I do this then you know right. I'm I'm going to hell or or I'm not going to be accepted by God because you know I did this relationship says to me that yes. if I if if I do break this if I do break this ritual if I do break this 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 law then you know I can you know I can go to God myself like God you know you know I'm trying and you know I'm I'm you know I'm struggling with this you know what can I do you know you know give me a direction what can I do in order you know to get back on track and not you know do you know what I'm struggling with you know to do anymore. Wonderful. So you suggest right that relationship has a a little bit more leeway. Okay. So listen. All right. So listen. So I'm gonna ask this now. Millennials, right? Millennials are social people. They, right. m- m- millennials are generally professionally driven, but they're also social people. Now, one of the problems that I think that we have in this generation and really in the church, and, and hopefully to my listeners, I'm sure that there'll be some drama or some trouble after this, but I would <laughs> argue that a lot, of millennials, a lot of millennials are turned off by the church because they're not socially active. A lot mm. of millennials are turned off because they're not socially active. Mahatma Gandhi said, I would be a Christian if it were not for Christians. And that's a, and that's a true statement. I now, love that statement. I, love I that. would be a Christian if it were not for Christians. I think millennials are some of the most blunt, keep it 100 people, oh, yeah. generation in the world. And we're not going to brown up. We're not going to say what we don't feel, and we're going to say exactly what we, we're going to say, what we mean, and we're going to mean what we say. And you I know, personally exactly. believe that that one of the major problems is that on Sunday morning, they're hearing a gospel that God can deliver, God can save, God can provide, God will do that. But then a lot of millennials go back to communities where they're socially conscious and they look at pastors who are supporting Donald Trump, pastors who are supporting Republican you know, uh, policies that are that are uh, negative and that are uh, uh, really marginalized uh, right. a lot of poor and disenfranchised and minority people. Now, of course, I'm not going to be partisan 
on the show, but I am going to say that, you know, <laughs> a lot of pastors, uh, I think they need to look at their Bible again for some of the stuff that they're supporting. But still, yes. yet, Walter, uh, Walter uh, Rochenbosch, uh, a Rochester native, coined this idea of a social gospel, and he believed in this theology. He okay. believed that, uh, the, the, that the gospel and that the message of Christ should compel Christians, right, should compel Christians to be socially active, like their, their duty as a Christian yeah. is to not be in the church alone, but it's to be socially active. And, 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 and bro, that's, and that's the, I'm glad you said that's the issue right there. The church is not socially active anymore. The church stays within the four walls. In this day and time, in the 21st century, I feel like the church has failed uh, the community. I, and and I, I just feel that way. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people. It's a, and a now, lot hold of on, wait. The church has filled the community, brother. You got to talk about that more. The church has filled the community. Please the church elaborate. has filled the community. Every it's a lot of stuff that's going on with, with the school shootings, with with the you know LGBTQ. Excuse, me, I know I'm, I'm not saying it right, but y'all, y'all excuse me. LGBTQIA. LGBTQIA. We got there y'all go. that's listening. Thank you. I don't want. I don't want to come. I don't want to come at me. Right, but. Th- that group and and it's it's a lot of things going with that group and and just you know e- even with even still with the taboo you know um topic of sex um and and and, ju- and just it's a lot of issues that our generation is saying okay these this these new you know n- these new issues are coming in the forefront but the church is silent about it or the church don't know have any explanations on those type type of topics just because I feel like the church don't know where to begin or they they just saying well you know. Well, pray or this or God said this, God said that. Okay, but that's not every church. That's not every okay. church. And, okay, and okay, and because and, 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 you have some ministries like Elevation Church in North Carolina, like Bishop T D. Right. Jackson. That, you, you have some ministries, even local churches, that really uh, care about people, and they may not be the most eloquent, but they care about people. But I, I think I think another thing is that a lot of a lot of us, a lot of millennials, think that we know everything. And we think, okay. and, 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 and we come, and we, I mean, come on, we come and we, and we say, you serve a right man's God. We, we are like the neo nation of Islam where, <laughs> where, or, 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 or any other um, African-American religion that says you serve a white God, you pray to a white Jesus. Right. And so yes. that becomes problematic for some millennials. And I, and I, and I don't want to angle it at African-Americans, but I am coming from that perspective of, of the minority millennials. Are. Right. Um, but, but a lot of millennials are saying, even even if even without color, you you pray to a god or to a or to a a, a deity or to a higher power that has not answered. And so, what a lot yes. of millennials have have ultimately, uh, a lot of millennials and young people have lost their faith. Now, I know you personally, but of course, those who listen to me, and I know you personally. Right. I think you're a person of faith, but I think that you have lost your Christianity identity. So how do you ah. grapple with how do you grapple with being a person of faith per se? Not not even now we mm-hmm. can argue about that theologically because I would argue with you about yeah, what type of would. faith do you have <laughs> if you don't believe in Christ. But anyway, <laughs> but, but, but but you consider yourself to be essentially agnostic. You have a faith that there is a God, but you don't uh, really really identify yourself as Christian. How do you deal with that as a millennial? Lord, let, let me just say this. Yes, you're right, but also let, let the listeners know because I don't want them to think I'm atheist or nothing like that. I ain't no atheist. Darn near, brother. I'll have no problem with atheists, but I'm not an atheist. I believe in Jesus. I believe in his teachings. I believe in what he stood for, and I believe. But in, you're not a Christian. How? But, I, How? but I'm not, that, bro. And this okay. Hold All on. Right. I'm, I'm about to explain. 
I am not a Christian, like I said, because I don't hold up the traditional values of what a, or what it is to be a Christian. Meaning, I don't I don't really obtain to the 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 structural, the stru- basically structure. I'm not I'm not I'm one of those. So you, you have know, a problem with institution. I have a problem with institution. I have a problem okay. with the structure and, and and the 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 overall. I guess you can say message that the the church in this tw- in the 21st century is, is conveying about Christianity and who Jesus was. What's that because, message? What's that message? And, and, and the the message is the message is it hasn't changed. The and, and the reason why it has and, and the reason why it hasn't changed is because and that, and that's the problem with me. I feel as though new every 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 new I said every new you know uh, generation right has different issues right that needs to be addressed at that time. And what what I mean is maybe, you know, uh, in the Bible, you know, certain, I feel like certain things in the Bible can't be addressed for now because like, like I said, the LGBT, you say certain things in the Bible cannot be, addressed? Can, cannot, cannot, cannot address the problems I that we're that, that we facing today. I disagree. So you, you, you disagree? I absolutely disagree. The Bible, the Bible can address everything that's going on now. Now, listen, you may not like the way it addressed, but it can address. Mm. It can address. Doc, it can address. It can address. It can address. But you, but okay, I, yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause you, cause okay, like I said, you, you, you were pretty, we pretty much two, two sides of the same coin. Right. Pretty, pretty much. You know what I mean? I still believe that, that, like, that's, that's a part of me. I, I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up, you know, in, in the black church. So I'm always going to have, uphold those, you know, I'm always going to have that in me. You know what I mean? But I feel as though, the the technology and and the knowledge and 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 we can we can get knowledge and 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 everything so fast now. It's like when we hear the preacher, it's it's not like back in the you know our parents' days where they took basically right. what the what the preacher was saying verbatim. Like they they took it that's that's the word of God and that's it. Not like now we can go and research, go and Google, but nothing but five seconds and get on there and search. Well, you know what the pastor said this. Well, well hold on now. This this uh you know um. Scholarly source says, you know, this is that and this is this. Well, what my, you know, what is my pastor saying, or what what is this, you know, leader saying? So I I think it's it's a matter of us saying, okay, we hear what what, what you're saying, but we we want to know, you know, this that and that. We're not gonna just take, okay, this is that, you know, why why did why does this where where does the, this derive from? Like where did this come from? Like right. how did we get to this, you know, point in this certain you know uh, topic or this certain you know. Uh, Certain thing that we're trying to, you know, figure out because I think that, and I think that that's where millennials, you know, like me, you know, struggle at, or that's where we, you know, trying to find, you know, I say the truth or the answers to the questions that we have because the pastors or the 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 leaders that we're trying to, you know, we ask there are not really giving us the answer that we feel like that's necessary to the topic that you know that we want or the issue that we want to, you know, um, no. Well, well, well. Uh, I think I think there are some churches that 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 is true, but I think there are other churches where that's not true. But listen, but let's wrap it up. I think we've had an amazing conversation about about this. Yes, we certainly have not even touched the subject, and I think we can do a whole series talking about faith and millennials and the social gospel and spiritualism and spiritual journeys. We this would not be the last segment, but I definitely want to end with this note. I definitely want to end with something uh, 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 that Bruce Lincoln talked about in his book um, um, in dealing with 9-11 and how a discourse and practice came into play in regards to 
of those uh, um, uh, Muslim brothers, um, 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 and how that really affected our nation. And so one of the things that Bruce Lincoln talked about is he talks about our belief and how our belief must in some way and generally oftentimes affects our practices, even if we know it consciously or not. And so to the millennial out there that's questioning and wondering, are they a Christian? Are they a believer? I would just ask and admonish you. That's a big biblical term. I would admonish you to maybe pray, to maybe seek, maybe get that moral center and look into yourself and figure out, uh, 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 figure out your own truth and to live your own authenticity. I'm excited about this next uh, podcast we're going to be talking about. We're going to go a little bit deeper, but for now, thank you for joining Millennial Speaks. J.I., thank you for being on, man. Yes, sir. All right. Now take care. Thank you for listening to Millennial Speaks. It was an amazing conversation, and the reality is we didn't even touch the surface. So many millennials deal with this question of am I a Christian, of identity, of Am I religious or non-religious? I believe in God, but I don't necessarily like church or the institutions of church. And, and so many millennials deal with this question of faith each and every day. As a Christian, I've talked to a lot of young people that find themselves kind of betwixt and between. Kind of between a rock and a hard place, as my grandmother would say, with really having a faith in God, but really struggling with the institutions of society and how to really navigate all that comes with what we would generally call religion. The reality is today's conversation is not just about if you can be a good Christian or if you were Christian or not, but it really was, I think, talking to a greater audience, talking to a greater audience of uh, millennials that are dealing with faith, dealing with issues of their religion and simply trying to be the best that they can be, both morally and consciously. I believe that there is a moral center in our society, and I believe that there is a humanity in all of this that we believe. So whether you choose to spend your Sunday mornings in church singing hymn on page 395, or if you choose to spend your time praying at the mosque on Friday evening, or if you choose to go to synagogue and have Shabbat dinner, with family, friends, and loved ones. I think the main thing is to be conscious that we are all global citizens, that we all share this lovely world together. Millennials, I believe in you. And I believe that we can change the world collectively together. Thank you for listening to Millennial Speaks. We'll see you soon.